welcome to Forever Canon, the podcast where we talk about the inevitability of your secrets ruining your life. I'm Justin. I'm Tim. And this week, we're going to talk about Legacy of the Force, Book 5, Sacrifice, chapters 17 through 20. We're really far into this book. We're almost there, man. We only have one episode left after this one. Yeah. But first, bum, bum, bum. Previously on Forever Canon, Ben, Force vanishes and hears Jason's secrets. Jason eats takeout in the bathtub. Mara shares a fruit pyramid with Leia. And the hand reaches out to Jason and he says, good night. Some tough headlines, but that was last week. This week, we're here to talk about chapter 17. I'm sorry. The takeout in the bathtub is killing me. Horrendous. <laughs> I know. Listen, I didn't like it. I didn't care for it. It's not something I like to do. It's so hard for me to let you get through that. I was dying. It's gross. It's really gross. I'm biting my lip right now. I don't eat. Don't eat in the bathtub, man. Just don't. Get out. You'll be out soon. It's fine. Yeah. How hungry are you? Don't take a bath yet, then. Yeah, eat first. Sorry. Anyways, chapter 17 yeah. starts with a forward, frontward, startward, goward, preword. I find it interesting that Ton Wee has never held it against Fett for attacking Kamino. Either he's her favorite unfinished project, or there's something else we don't know. Jang Skarata, musing on the motives of Kaminoans. I think the easy answer is everybody loves Bobika. Yeah. I mean, everybody who doesn't get killed by him seems to have some kind of like or respect for the guy. Even Han Solo. Yeah. Well, it's they hard side by side. It's hard not to like him. He does have a like very strict set of rules. He's very ethical for a bounty hunter. Yeah. There are as things that, that he goes. won't do. I don't know. I don't know why Tanwi doesn't blame him uh, for attacking. Maybe she just doesn't care. Are the motives of Kaminoans going to be important going forward? I don't know. Doubt it. Probably not. Because the chapter really starts nowhere near Kamino or Mandalore. It starts in Shivu's apartment on Coruscant. Where Ben is crashing on Shivu's couch because he can't yet bear to face his father. Or his cousin. After having... Killed the Prime Minister and found out Jason's secrets and told his mom he can't go home yet. Yeah, no. Can't deal with his dad yet. There's, it's too. It's been too heavy in his life, man. Shivu mentions to Ben that his dad would probably be mad at the guy who gave Ben the mission more than he would probably be mad yeah. at Ben for shooting the Prime Minister. Oh, you know, he'd probably be mad at Jason for making his cousin do the thing that yeah. 14-year-old shouldn't be doing. Yeah, making his making his son a murderer. Yeah. Now, knowing about Jason's twisted mind, Ben feels like he did the right thing, telling his mom. Yeah. Killing the prime minister, I mean, sorry. He feels like he did the right thing about killing the prime minister, but now he feels like he did it for the wrong reasons. You know, before he was, uh, he was, I don't know, what, more uh, uh, lighthearted about, about the, yeah. the depth of decision there, where... He's like, yes, um, this is the right thing to do. This guy is doing a bad thing. And then now he finds out Jason's lying to him about everything. And it throws everything into question. 
Yeah. Now he feels like, yeah, it was probably still the right thing to do because it was treason and a threat against the government and, and the heads of state. But I was listening to a bad guy. But a bad guy told me to do it. Yeah. Which has got to rock his world, man. Big time. That's... Jason, it was unfathomable to Ben that Jason could be a bad guy in any way. That he didn't think things through the right way. That he made people do bad things. Any of that, all that was off the table until secret, secret, sneaky down the hallway time. Yeah. It was impossible for Jason to do the wrong thing. And yeah, like that's got to just shatter like you're under standing of the whole world and especially when you base your decisions on the way that he acts and you model your own behavior after him yeah now you have to question your entire behavior system that you've just started constructing because you're every decision you've made for the past year which have been all of the important decisions that you've made in your life or three months two weeks whatever however long it's been hindsight is 20 2020 yeah retrospect i don't don't really like that one 2020 because 2010 is better vision i don't know is it yeah i don't know how these things work i I do i looked it up one time just because it's weird i'm not gonna get into it i have great vision so i don't have to worry about it yes as i'm wearing my goggles right now just the optometrist said danielle has 2020 vision and i think i'm skeptical about that i'm not entirely convinced well you may have 2010 vision i have great vision yeah i just i listen all i know is that i see things in the car about three blocks before she can read a sign. That's all I'm saying. I can read that shit from a quarter mile. I'll explain to you how it works later. I don't want to. All right. You stuff it in your optometrist propaganda sack. <laughs> so we're here to talk about Star Wars, damn it. Focus and get on task here. All right. All right. Tim. God. Hindsight. 2020. Yeah. 1010. Is that bad? I don't know. That's the, same as, that's the same as 2020. I guess. <laughs> I guess that's how ratios and fractions work. So that night, <laughs> staying at Shiva's apartment, Ben wakes up to a voice in his mind asking him where he is. Who could it possibly be? His mother, who loves him and would be looking for him? His father, who's worried about him and hasn't seen him in a while? Any number of his family members who are in peril and danger all the time? Nope. It's the ship. Yeah, it's ship. Ship is looking for him. So Ben decides to find the ship before it finds him. As you do when you're a Jedi, you um, jump two feet first into the trap and then just break the trap. (laughs) Uh, The ship wants to find me. I'll find you, ship. Suck it, bitch. I don't like, I don't know. What is, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They do it all the time, these Jedi. This is what they do. He heads towards the ship, even after realizing he's left Mom's lucky vibro blade. Blade. Yeah, Mom's whatever. lucky vibro blade uh, there back you go. at Shivu's apartment. That's got to be unlucky, right? <clears throat> yeah. The lucky vibro blade. That's a tough one today. It, yeah. Well, it's the lucky. The part lucky vibro it? blade that his mother gave to him has been uh. The way that she's tracking him. Yeah. Wait, but he not necessarily know a good luck charm. But it could be unlucky for him not to have it. Nonetheless. I'm trying to catch a bug now and leaning <laughs> off mic. Okay. Cut two. We're that, very focused. That first segment was a fucking mess. Okay. <laughs> Cut two. Skywalker apartment. Not Shivu's apartment or wrongly named LeCouf. He's dead. Is he dead? 
He's dead. He's, He's the, the one, one that blew dead. up. Yeah. yeah, just making sure. Skywalker. Jeez, follow along. Of course not. Mara is packing for a little vacation trip to go kill Jason and Lumaya. Wouldn't want to wake Luke. No. Wouldn't want no help. Wouldn't want no partner. Just gear and the same satisfaction Ben had at not having to tell anyone what you're doing. <laughs> These sneaky weirdo spies. Skywalkers, man. It's in the blood. That's not Skywalker blood. That's what Jade blood. What's her la- What was her last name before? She was a Skywalker. Mara Jade. Jade. No. Or is Jade her middle name? Because I've just always called her Mara Jade Skywalker. I, I just was about uh, Mara Jade something. Either way, the point being, she, of course, wouldn't want any help. Why would you? Why would you ask the 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 Grand Master of the Jedi, strongest man in the world, to come and help you? Your husband. The man who, ca- who you care about the most. Nope. No, 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 no. Not going to do that. And good thing Ben's tracker has him at Shivu's apartment. One less thing for Mara to worry about. Mara Jade. Yeah. No other last name? <clears throat> I'm looking right now. Mara Jade. All right. But I'll just, I'll get You're probably back to right. Because it's probably like a hand, emperor of the hand thing. Emperor, hand of the emperor thing. Oh my You God. are having a rough Brutal time, tonight. man. Brutal tonight. It's all right. But. It's all right. You know, Lumaya only has one name. She only took one name. Yeah. I guess Mara Jade's two names. I'm not seeing anything else here, but... Either way, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. It's a cool name. Maybe her name might have been before it was Skywalker. But she doesn't use the power of that Skywalker marriage to rouse her husband from sleep and drag him across the galaxy to kill the two most dangerous people in it. Just going to do it on her own. That's... That's that's great. She kisses yeah. the sleeping Luke, which I noticed is often how we see him in the books. Sleeping. Sleeping. Yeah. Or just waking up or just going to sleep. Inactive. Yeah. Uninvolved. This... Sleeping, dreaming, doing nothing. We see yeah. him that way a lot. Giving orders occasionally, but other than that. Sleeping. A lot of sleep. A lot of sleep. She gives him a smooch and she leaves him a note says, gone hunting for a few days. Don't be mad at me, farm boy. I'm sure this is not foreshadowing anything at all. Cut to the Sith Sphere. Tim. Yeah, it's, it's a okay. struggle tonight, man. The Sith Sphere. Cut oh. to. It's because I didn't make that noise. Yeah. Maybe I did. The Sith Sphere on the Perlemian trade route. That, w- that was just to show off that you could talk Nailed now. it. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> ship is grilling Lumaya about where all the dark ones had gone to because back last time he was awake there was a lot of them they they pretty much ran the galaxy yep where have all the cowboys gone he says there's so few of you you darknesses should never fight talking about Lumaya and Mara you guys should combine your darknesses come on yeah stop be can't, extra can't dark. Can we stop all this uh, inter 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 darkness fighting squabbling? Exactly. Yes. But no, of course they can't. They can't even stop fighting in their own families, let alone join forces with bad people who aren't bad anymore. Ship, can't you tell that she's turned to the light? Well, or is she turned so far away from it right now in his encounter with her, his ship's encounter with her? I think that she doesn't even feel. She feels way more like Lumaya than she feels like light. I think she's using like 
the force when from like when Luke first took over. Yeah. How the force is just the force. There is no dark or light side. Kind she's of the, just, the gray way Jason yeah. approaches things. Yeah. It's a means to an end. It's a tool for a job. That's how she does it. And the morality lies in the job, not in the tool. Yeah. Right. That's a good point. That's a good point. Ship tells her, though, he's got all the information in the world. He's almost omniscient. Omniscient? Yeah. Why did I say omniscient? I said it. Put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable over there. Yeah, you did. Tough time tonight. Anyways, she tells, she, ship, tells Lou Maya that Jason (laughs) dropped out of hyperspace. (laughs) I'm going to say everything in this weird staccato (laughs) rhythm because it gives me enough time to think about the words that I'm fucking saying before they have to come out of my face hole. A garbled, <laughs> shitty, intertwined, twisted up, scrabbled together, bullshit mess. But Jason has dropped out of hyperspace in the Hapes Cluster. Oh, oh. Yes, he has. What could he be doing there? Lumaya's first thought, of course, is that he's looking for Tenelkao's help. With the Verpine situation. The Roche and Mercana. Yeah, and she's not happy with that. She's like, that's useless. Oh, that's so below you, man. Yeah. God, you're way better than that. Send send people to do that. Yeah. At least Vader could delegate. That was kind of, the kind of shit she always says to him. Yeah. Lumaya thinks Jason is worrying about pettying. Pettying. Oh, no. I'm not, I'm not putting markers or editing this. This is going to be on me. Email us at forevercannonpodcast at gmail.com and let me know how fucking dumb I am this week. It's not normally this bad. <laughs> we do cut out some stuff. Dude. But it's not normally this bad. We record an hour-ish long podcast every week and edit out maybe four segments that amount to about a minute. Yeah. Every time. There's usually four cuts. That's it. Yeah. This would be fucking off the charts already. already. I'm not even doing it. No, I'm not no, even doing no. it. No, we'll just go. This is called struggling. Yeah. And we're going to get through it. This is this is a completely raw podcast here. So raw. So raw like my sip <laughs> anger. Anyways, that's stupid. That was so That dumb. was so lame. Anyways, she thinks this is all below you. What are you doing? Blah, yep. blah, blah. Until they feel... The intense burst of relief from Jason Solo. From across space, a man you cannot feel in the force inches away from you. They feel this incredible burst of relief. And the ship tells Lumaya that, quote, Jason has loves there. And she eventually logics her way around to Tunnel Ka. Of course, Jason's girlfriend would be a queen. Yeah, everything it, else would be below him. Of course, be the queen. That's what she tells herself. I think she and approves then she of gets that. That last step to Jason had a ta- child with Tanel Ka. Yeah, and I like how she figures out what's what's going on here. She like kind of goes into his brain, and she feels the what he has in his hands. Yeah, the softness, the something squishy. soft and furry, and yeah, yeah. And she figures out it's a stuffed animal, it's a stuffed gift in- for a child, for a child that he had with Tanel Ka. Yeah, that. Now we have a definitive answer she had no idea about. None at all. And she actually, um, at the end of the chapter, yeah, she, she says um, she feels pity for him. She actually what cries, happens, I think. What happens is that Lumaya cries yeah. for Jason's sacrifice. Yeah. It explained everything. Lumaya never thought she could pity someone again enough to weep, but she found her vision blurred 
by tears that threatened to spill down her cheeks. Lumaya, the dark lady of the Sith, feels bad for Jason, knowing now that he has a wife and daughter, assuming, like he has all this time, this whole time, they're going to be the sacrifice. Yeah. And she has tears in her eyes. Hotness in her cheeks. The dark lady of the Sith shedding tears over Jason. All that worry that Jason had that she would sort of take like a malevolent joy in having this leverage over him, having this prodding fork, you know? None of that. Yeah. She she doesn't care that he has a daughter. It's not tools to be leveraged against him. It's not information to be used against him to make him do what she wants. This is destiny already written. It's going to happen. Yeah. This is her perspective, right? Yeah, and the sacrifice is so big. She, um, she's thinking that no being or Jedi could yeah. ever forgive. She takes no joy in knowing that he has a daughter and a wife. No. She she wells no. up with tears and she nearly weeps. The single-minded cyborg still has a heart, man. And apparently tear ducts. And I'm so glad. Yeah, apparently. Well, they could be artificial. Yeah, they could be. But I'm so glad that. All of these questions that we've had about her motivation along the way have tipped in the right direction when they're being revealed. Yeah. She's not just blind, uh, not blindly, but she's not just manipulating Jason from an emotional no. standpoint, from yeah. an emotional it's place not to of get back at goals. Luke. No, it really is all about this destiny. And it's about her serving the dark side. It's yeah. not about, oh, I'm going to get Luke and I'm going to get Jason and I'm going to get these Mara. Oh, I'm going to get them. Not at all. No. Which makes her such a better villain. Her yeah. Her motivations are so pure and it, like true to her perspective. Yeah, they're not like petty, banal. Yeah, she's not capital E evil. Like, yeah. I'll take over the world, man, 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 man. No matter what, man, any cost, kill everyone. All I want is destruction. Yeah, no. no. She wants the Sith to reestablish balance in the Force and their control over the galaxy because she thinks it's best for the galaxy. Yeah. She truly does. <clears throat> and I mean, so far, it's hard to disagree from the common people's perspective. Yeah. Life was pretty good for most people under the Empire as, you know, <laughs> yeah. as oppressive regimes tend to be. Yeah. The only people who get fucked with are the people who speak up. Yep. Yeah. And and the ones that look different. The Empire really didn't like the sure, aliens. Sure. But, also but a very important point though. Yeah. But the majority of the galaxy, you know, seems to be human and thus that's they were fine. your that's your They an, went to work, analog, they paid their bills. That's your analog for earthly racism is just they're not different races, they're different species. Yeah. I just love that Lumaya is not like a, a fucking mustache twirling money bag hauling, just empty vessel of a villain. Yeah. Her motivation is like really rich. Yeah. She's got depth to her that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of depth, depth, deep chapter 18 has a deep intro. Like all the other chapters, a forward frontward, start word, go word, pre word, if you will. Which I didn't plan to say this time because I was sick of it by his chapter 18 in my notes. But there it is. I thought you were going to stick with deep intro and I was I was okay with that. I remembered it. Also, this is not at all deep. This is 
This is some superficial bullshit here. The Roche government has given Mercana 24 hours to cease production of weapons command systems that are allegedly in breach of patents or face what it describes as immediate enforcement. GA Chief of Staff Nyathal tonight warned Roche against military action and said GA fighters would be patrolling the system in a peacekeeping role. HNE News update. The small dispute turn it step slowly step by step shaping itself into being another hot oil boiling pot the only thing about this that is not superficial is it's showing niathal at the front not jason yeah it's a nice reminder first time that while he is away yeah she is the one making the decision and first time since omas has been gone that one of them has been in the front that's a that's a really good point too because she would be making this decision to send the patrol out there on her own yeah. Because Jason is gone. He's gone to Hapes. Yep. He's away for 24 hours or whatever he told everybody, 48 hours. Yeah, ago. I'll be gone for a couple of days. Gone for or... a weekend. I don't know. But speaking of Hapes, that's where we start, Chapter 18. Oh. <laughs> that's the thing, too. As... Hapes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As Mara pulls out of hyperspace, wondering why Lumaya followed Jason here, and what is Lumaya waiting for? Because she's waiting outside of the Hapes system as well. Sure. She decides to take a risk and calm the Haven fleet control. Yep. She says, uh, uh, hi, hi there. I'm, uh, I'm secret following Jason for his own good. You know, you know, you know how he is. Uh, has he landed safely? And the Haven spy the story and they tell her everything. Yeah. <laughs> he landed safely at the Royal hangar. We'll let you know when he leaves. I thought these people were like, they're paranoid people. They're supposed to be super paranoid and like, Checks and standards and, and structure and all that stuff. But Jason Solo seems to throw everything off balance everywhere he goes. So maybe it's not that surprising. Mara then puts them on alert for ship. She tells the Hapen Fleet Control to look out for an orange red modeled molten looking thing with membranes and veins and blah, yes, blah, 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 blah. An, an eyeball with wings. A, if anyone's played Final Fantasy, it's like it looks like an Ariman. Yeah, but I don't think it is. <laughs> In your head, it's not. And then that picture that we looked at would looked like it had like a metal jacket on it. Yeah. Every other description in this book, like two or three times, they describe it as looking Yuzhan Vong. Like yeah, it's rocky. Rock co- yeah, covered. So I don't. There isn't even like a consistent description of the ship, anyways. No. Which pisses me off because I'm so bad at building a visual world in my head already when i'm reading a book give me something consistent to live with yeah or maybe ship used to be gold before he spent all this time underground underground and... accumulating rock skin i don't know i'm gonna assume it looks like one of those eyeball guys the arimans from final fantasy roll with that that's where i'm going roll with that yeah she puts them all on alert for ship she tells them what it looks like essentially she's sicking the haven fleet on lumaya yeah if you see it kill it hey look she got some help yeah how about that yeah. you ask the most paranoid untrusting people uh halfway across the galaxy from your jedi grandmaster husband and best friend good idea yeah yeah fucking anyways super smart spy moves though not notwithstanding the dumbass moves of neglecting help every time it's offered to you <laughs> yeah yeah Putting the Hapen fleet on alert and like smooth talking them 
into telling her what Jason's up to is pretty smart. That's some smart-ass spy shit. Yep. She meditates after checking that Ben is, of course, definitely still safe on Coruscant. And we've got quite the three-party standoff here at Hapes. Lumaya's waiting for Jason. Mara's waiting for either of them. Lumaya doesn't know Mara's there yet. Yep. Jason doesn't know either of them are there. Yeah, he's focused on his on his it his loves. Quite the old school standoff, if you will. Cut to GAG shuttle to Nab space. Oh, not to mention the fourth secret party to the standoff, Uncle Ben Skywalker. Yeah, out here putting that muscle to use, that great power, great responsibility. I gotta take care of Lumaya. I can follow her. I can follow the ship. It's gotta be me. Yeah. Well, and he he's got he's got a, like a sense of responsibility. I think because he's been just letting Jason yank him around on a leash. That's right? definitely got to be part of it. Now that he's had that revelation of all the things I thought were right are wrong. Yeah, because he think <laughs> he thinks Lumaya's been twisting Jason around. Yeah. In the same way where you know, like Mara's like it's it's my fault for giving Jason the benefit of the doubt all the time and looking past this stuff. He's doing the same thing, taking Lumaya into his own hands and he can feel ship and Lumaya near hapes. And he can also feel his mother out there. Yeah. And so riddle me this Lumaya must be able to know Mara's there. Then if he can feel her, anyone can feel her because she's not hidden. But I think Lumaya has just uh, mentioned in the chapter before that she's not just, on the lookout. She's for not. It. She's sitting there in meditation, focusing, just on, focusing Jason. on Jason. Probably. That's, and and Ben is be. more of a. He's doing like a whole recon. Yeah. Well, he says to himself when he feels his mom out there, "Don't tell me we're both following Lumaya." Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was pretty mm-hmm. good. The spy apple don't fall far from the spy tree, kid. Okay. Uh, and Mara beat you to a target, so she better. Yeah. She's better than you. Just so you know. She beat him to the target. But when the ship moves, Ben's gonna blast it. Yeah. Regretfully, he likes the ship. He thinks it's cool. And he wants... It would be better to be able to keep it. Yeah. Study it. So on and so forth. I think he would be friends with it. But he thinks it's worth killing Lumaya. So, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. I mean, blow up a thousands-year-old ancient spaceship... Save the galaxy from evil Sith Dark Lady. One, six of the, one, two in a bush. All right. Yeah? Mix two, of metaphors. Two and two in a bush. Yeah. Six in your hand. Six, <laughs> six in your hand, half a dozen in a bush. Whatever, <laughs> whatever you want. <laughs> but as the reader, we can almost feel, or I definitely felt like I could feel, I said feel too many times and felt, that you can feel the tension building through these like quick cut scenes that we're getting of everybody in the standoff. You're getting like a pair, one paragraph of Mara, a paragraph of Lumaya, a paragraph of Ben, a paragraph like cycling through. I just think that's a, that's a cool little writing trick to build the tension of these parties that are aware of each other to varying degrees. Yeah. It's the fast, you know, pace, fast pacedness. Yeah. Yeah, the fast pace of it, but nothing is actually happening. So it's like, oh, when's, when's something going to happen? Yeah, it's like a total, Absolutely. it's like a Russian doll of of 
not knowing. It took like, me a long time Jason to know what those doesn't were. know. Yeah, the Russian nesting dolls. The Russian dolls. The nesting doll. I never knew. I just nesting dolls. I was like, what the hell is that? And it's those little things. All right. Second of all, why? I don't know why. I don't know. But, okay, sorry. Uh, I was going to say, it's it's like Jason's on the inside, unaware of anybody. Lumai is the next step out, knowing that Jason's there. Mara is the third step out, knowing the two of them are there. And Ben is on the outside, knowing all of them are there, including yeah. the ship. Like, it's very interesting, different levels of tension based on just information that the character has. And, and, I'm, and I'm thinking of it as, like, they're all standing, if I picture it in my head and how they all have all this information, they're standing in a line. Yeah, exactly. Jason's at the front, facing away. Exactly. Then Lumaya, then Mara, yeah. then Ben. They're standing behind each other, yeah. e- each other in yeah. line. Yeah. That, that's a great way to put it. Cut to the Fountain Palace on Hapes, where Jason is leaving Alana with her stuffed Tauntaun. It's all good, though. She's going to name it Jason. Of course. So she can talk to it when he's not around. Oh, good God, Sith Lord, kill me now. Because <laughs> that is a tearjerker. Yeah, that's adorable. All he wants to do is to love his daughter he and just be there wants, with her. Yeah. But even if he wasn't a Sith Lord, he wouldn't be able to, as he hasn't all this time. No, but... It's I, her cultural fucking yeah. predisposition or preclusions that leave him out of the party, man. Yeah, I think when he started all this, he thought maybe once I'm in charge... Yeah. It'll be okay. I'll and I be able to do it. I think he might still think that. But I, well, I don't know. Depends. I, I think, you know what? At this point, he's only thinking about the sacrifice. Yeah. And right now, he's just glad that Destiny didn't interrupt this visit and force him to kill them. Yeah. That's all he's happy about right now. I got to yeah. come and visit and none of the outside pressures of, of the pattern weaving itself through the history of the force is going to make me murder my daughter today so it's a good day. it is a good day it's, a good it's the small day. victories it's the small victories it's dark boy yeah so dark <laughs> so dark man he and lumaya seem convinced it'll be those two as a sacrifice yeah convinced both of them now that she knows about it they're it's got to be if he's immortalizing any love it's got to be the thing he would love the most right that's how they're laying it out. That's what they want us to think. Or are we supposed to not think what the dark people are thinking about it? You know, maybe they're too focused or too close to the forest to see the trees. Yeah. But both of them definitely think it's going to be killing his wife and daughter. Tunnel cause parting words are, I quote, it's lonely at the top. It is for her, too. Yeah. It is for her, too. Because she, she's got this daughter that she can't tell anybody about. She about doesn't get parentage. to have the life that she wants to have, either. And she's a queen, for God's sakes. Like, when you're in that position of power, that's the whole point of getting that position, is that you're supposed to be able to do whatever the hell you want, right? Yeah. And she's, in her, it's, she's not only is she, she's cultural like. cultural customs. Yeah, and she's always back. watching her back. But, man, like, you're the queen. Can't you change the customs? No, because you'll get murdered by all the other hapens who yeah. want to be the queen. Like, they have such a weird structure to their uh, their, their hier- society, their hierarchy, yeah. their monarchy, I mean. Yeah. It's it's not... There's there's too many uh, aunts and cousins and other people of the blood that are right next in line. You know? Yeah. It's not a secure position at all like you would expect a monarchy to be. Yeah. It's quite quite the opposite. Jason 
knowing it's lonely at the top because he's halfway there. Living on a prayer. Prayer, yeah. Whoa! All he cares about, he wants to get the sacrifice over with, man. He can't stand not knowing who, not knowing when, not knowing where, not knowing how. Yeah, he, he just... It's starting to tear him apart. It's like eating him up from the inside out. That The anxiety over it. Yeah, oh yeah. It's an unknown variable that Jason Solo can't directly chase down and deal with. He has to sit and wait for it to reveal itself to him. And, I and he th- doesn't like waiting. Yeah. He doesn't like inaction. His part of his, like some of his uh, little more rash decisions that he's made throughout the last couple books, I think mm-hmm. have been it, because of that anxiety of who do I have to do with? Like trying to force the issue. Yeah, you're right. There have been times where he's like trying to, and he has said, like he feels sometimes like he's trying to force destiny. Because he's impatient. He wants yeah. to save the galaxy before it falls apart any further. Like, it's already a crumbling mess. What are you going to be? King of the Ashes? That doesn't help anybody. No. You know? That doesn't help anybody. So he's impatient and he's anxious. And as he flies out of the system, he feels something dark. Something hostile. Trying not to be. Trying not to be hostile. Trying not to be noticed. He hits the brakes to get a visual, which he gets of a ship so close, it almost hits him. Yeah. And Jason says out loud, how did my sensors miss it? I'm in a stealth X. I'm in the best ship ever. How the hell did a ship get so close to me that it almost hit me? Apparently, a stealth X is so good at hiding it can hide from another stealth X. Yes. They are absolutely blind to each other. He, at first, assumes that it's Lumaya. His four senses were flooded instantly with someone else's ice-cold anger. The calm crackled. Game over, Lumaya, he said, targeting his aft cannon. You bet it is, said Mara. Oh, snap. Good night, bitch. That's what she should have fucking said. Yeah. Oh, you thought it was the bad lady? It's your aunt. The even badder, badass, baddest lady spy. She's so badass. She ain't fucking around. No, she's not messing around at all. But I just want to take a moment to, to note game over. Is your line to Lumaya? You're gonna kill her. Your your line is game over. Yeah. You fucking lame ass. <laughs> game over is not. Game over is lame over. Moving on. Chapter nineteen starts with uh forward, frontward, startward, goward, pre-word. Now it's a challenge to try and do it by memory because <laughs> I didn't write them down because so I was annoyed with it already. I think I was just more annoyed with writing it down. Yeah, maybe. It feels fucking tedious. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways. She logged out 5 Alpha at 0036 hours, sir, and she didn't file a flight plan. GA Stealth X Technician Coruscant to Luke Skywalker. Didn't file a flight plan. She was so happy she didn't have to tell anybody where she was going. She has that kind of flexibility that kind of power you know 
She was so happy about it. Apparently, though, Luke is awake. Woo! Yeah. That's great. But on to more pressing matters. As we start in the Hapes Cluster, Mara attacks Jason. And she's flying so close to him that he can't safely shoot her. Without blowing himself up. He's he's wary of shrapnel. Yeah. <laughs> as you should be in space, right? Uh, it's it's not a comfortable situation for Jason, who's used to having the upper hand and being the hunter. Yeah. He's been hunting terrorists for months, weeks, days. I don't know. I don't Ever. know. Could be, could be any length of time. But he can't get a good shot on her. No, because and she's just as good a pilot. Yeah, like and just as you know, the tables are about to turn in Mara's favor. Lumaya opens up fire on her, bitch, throwing the balance back in the Sith favor. Ship hits her with a molten rock, much like a Yuzhan Vong thing. Yep, causing Mara to vent atmosphere and look for a landing spot. That was easy. How does ship not just destroy everything? Yeah. Poof. One rock through the thing. You're screwed. Your ship. No, it's not good in space anymore. Like that was the danger of the Yuzhan Vong in the first place was that they used almost like shrapnel projectiles. I wonder if the ship missed on purpose. Like didn't destroy her on purpose. Hmm. Because he doesn't doesn't want the darknesses to fight each other. You're right. Maybe he was holding his his pulling punches a little bit yeah just right? like let's get her let's get her on the shot. ground and yeah. maybe we, yeah we can still see listen her. you kids enough one of those you might be right <laughs> i thought everyone is immediately going for the kill here but you might be right ship might not be there's too much at stake though for everybody else to be screwing around yeah lumaya and jason are on the verge of being found out and stopped right when they're about to tip over that point into controlling the galaxy. And Mara is at a point where if she doesn't stop them right now, it's a Sith galaxy and it's darkness and bad news for her son and everybody yeah. else, you know, that's essentially how it's going for what, them right now. What is happening? A over fucking there? bug. Oh, everywhere. it's all good. Tim. It's fine. just a bug, man. Don't worry about okay. The bugs. Okay. The point the important thing here is to note, Fuck around time is over. Oh, yeah. For example, Lumaya tells Jason that she knows his secret. Yep. It's okay. I'll keep your secret. But like I said, fuck around time is over. So he fires eight proton torpedoes at her. (laughs) Oh, you know my secret? Over a small asteroid like the ship is, you know? Is he colder now or just more blunt about it? I think more blunt. And that's actually more sentimental than than being cold because he's protecting his family. But he's being so... Just outright, I'm going to kill your ass. He doesn't even say anything to her. No, he doesn't. Just, she says bang, this bang. and he says, whap eight torpedoes up your asshole. That's a ridiculous amount of so much bye bye ship yeah cut to hape in space where ship is not dead and it's going to kill the criffing force out of jason solo perfect 
Nice. I know, right? I use them both. <laughs> Space wearing. Mmm, feels so good. Oh, I feel so lubed right now. Lumaya tries to order the ship to stop, but no dice. The ship is not going to stop trying to kill Jason Solo after what it just did to him. Never fear. Uncle Ben Skywalker is here. Dun, dun, dun. He tells the ship, I need you to stop shooting Jason. Do it for me so I can find my mom. Please. Yeah. And it listens? Come on. Well. It's in like a blood rage so focused on killing Jason that the highest ranking Sith in the galaxy right now can't get it to stop. But it had one little trip with Ben Solo. Ben Skywalker. Sorry. Ben Solo is a completely different character who is not at all like Jason Solo. But Ben Skywalker for some reason, gets through to this Sith ship by pleading to it because he loves his mom? Maybe it's... How does that get to the ship, I though? think it's the like the, the thought, because they're communicating by thought, obviously. It's Maybe it's just the sudden innocence of, of a child saying, that's my mom, that snaps it from its... Well, you know what they I say about, about the ship is that it's made to train and protect apprentices. Yeah. So maybe you're right in that way where it's like his desperation for protection from the pain of the death of his mother is what's stopping yeah, the ship. It's somehow. Why does it have this special connection with Ben? Because it does. It definitely does. It totally does. I don't know why. Is it because it's like a baby bird? He woke it up and it imprinted on him and, you know, like, I don't know. Or he's like the, or maybe the the, the positions are flipped and it's seeing itself as the protector, the mother the of him. Yeah, because he was such a, a helpless little baby when yeah. he discovered the ship and he needed so much help and protection. Maybe. Either way, this ship listens. And that's awesome. He essentially questions the ship into submission. It's supposed to train and protect apprentices, so it won't hurt anyone like Ben or Lumaya. Yeah. So the ship is stopped with Lumaya inside. Yeah, and she can't do anything. Ben had caught a Sith, he thought to himself, <laughs> using his mom and Shivu's logic skills. And he Luke, has used all these that skills stuff before. he learned from those them spies, baby. He's used these kinds of skills before yeah. on Center Point, and he's good at it. He's so good. And at now it. he done trapped a Sith. Good work. And we cut to Kavan on the hape in the hapes cluster on it, right through it. Yeah. Mara landing her ship, psyching herself up to kill Jason. If you don't do it, who will? And who will blame you for not acting while he could be stopped? Palpatine, Palpatine, Palpatine. Your lesson is in 2020 hindsight. I completely forgot that that was in there. So did I! But (laughs) she is so scared of history repeating itself and so scared of being to blame for it. Yeah. That she is, she won't fail to act again. It's about survival now. 
Jason is going to die. Yep. It's been decided since a couple chapters ago when she said it was decided. Yep. You know, she, she's after, made... she, after he said goodnight. Oh, that yeah. Was, that was it. He's Ever since he said goodnight, she's going to kill his ass. I just, I, I would be so goddamn scared if I was him. She, it, yeah. it, this is her plan. And I quote, she decided to make her way into the maze of buried passages and get Jason to follow her. Two predators in a hole, man. Yeah. Only one coming out. You you stick you stick two predators in a hole, you only get one come back out. Other one going to die in a hole. And Luke is reaching out to her, but she ignores him and sets her trap. Yeah, cuz she doesn't want to be detected by Jason. Nope. Not now. Nope. Only when she wants to be. Yeah. When she wants him to follow her deeper into the cave. And she's supremely confident, as the Jedi often are, the whole time she says, she thinks to herself, I'll call for help after he's dead. I'll call for help when it's time to remove the body, she says. Yeah. Yikes. That's cold hand right there. Yeah, that's straight... Dark. So used to operating on her own, too, you know? That's the, but is it the Jedi overconfidence or the appropriate amount of confidence that seems to pay off all the fucking time, you know? Yeah, well, I, I think it's overconfidence. <laughs> yeah, I think it is, too. Especially with this last line where she says, Come and get me, Colonel Solo. Yeah, that's just being cocky. It is. That's just like she she has the skills to to do it, and she's never she's probably never actually lost the real fight. Well, she's uh, alive, so no. Yeah. Although, Lumaya and Alema got the best of her and Luke already. How you think you're gonna beat Jason in a one on one fight, man? That math doesn't ever make sense to me. Well, she's if probably... you can't take. Sorry, I was just gonna yeah, say yeah. though, if you can't take Lumaya and Alema, who are probably a a 10 combined power, let's say five, a, a, a six and a four or a seven and a three. Yeah. With Luke by your side, how are you going to take Jason? Who's over 9,000 to quote dragon ball. Yeah. But like, how are you going to do that by yourself? Come and get me. Colonel solo. I think Great. she's in her head. Yeah. He's Colonel yeah. solo. Yeah. He's got all these force powers, but she, in her head, she's still this little kid. It's part of that thing too, though, of like when probably when she's in the hand mode, there is no failure. That's not even it's not, it's a not an option. It's not an option. Doesn't yeah. cross your mind because then it would weaken you. You know, yeah. she's it's not. Come and get me, Colonel Solo. Chapter twenty one starts with a forward, frontward, startward, goward, preword. That could be right. It could be wrong. I don't even know at this point. From Sasakili, negotiator of Roche, to Boba Fett, manned a lore. Pause for me. That's the pause. Right. A pause trophy. Mercana has failed to respond. Because they have failed to respond and we fear this will encourage others to ignore our patents, we request your support so that the point may be made that we may take our patents seriously. I would very much like to see the Basilique in action. Our metallurgists have been looking at ways to produce lighter Beskar structures. So when you pound the Mercana factories to dust, we will be inspired to be more inventive. This is very good for business. 
long story short, you help us, we help you. Yep. Which equals you kill Mercona and we give you better Beskar tech. You know your magic metal that's worth the fucking universe and weight? <laughs> we'll make it better for you. But of course the chapter doesn't start there. It starts at the Jedi Temple on Coruscant. Where, now awake, Luke Skywalker can't find Mara or Ben. Not just physically. Can't find them in the Force. Yep. But he finds Jaina, run past her in the hallway, and tags her into Team Panic Time. (laughs) (laughs) He says he has the worst feeling like she's walking into a trap. Wouldn't you have that feeling, though, because she's setting a trap? I know what he's saying, like, oh, my God, my gut instincts are telling me things are going wrong. And I know that he's not feeling her in the force, necessarily. But how different would setting a trap and walking into a trap feel? Because, uh, like I said, they all walk into the traps on purpose all the time. They all don't the give time. a shit. No. So why this one, though? Is churning his guts. It's cranking his stomach bones. Twisting up his bowel bile. Bobble, blobble, bubble, bobble. Bubble, bobble. Bubble, bobble is fucking great, man. All right. He's unable to feel where Mara is. And Luke has has a little look at some star charts, a.k.a. space maps. Yep. And is able to get the impression through the force that she's gone in the direction of Hapes. All right. All right. He's got the power to look at a map and feel somebody's past intention or current location. Yeah. Or, One um, or the other. <laughs> where they feel the current in the force of where they disturbed it. or Yeah. Some, doesn't wake up when Lumaya brings boots into his house, though. Uh, doesn't wake up when Mara packs for a single round trip murdering two Sith vacation. Yeah. But hey, he's got the power to look at a map and know where somebody is. It's cool-ass power. It is cool. Tracker just by lingering intent or something. That's 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 pretty sick. But he's getting in an X-wing to take care of this problem himself. After all, I'm the one who shook Lumaya's hand and not her throat. Yeah, seriously, what was with that handshake? <laughs> just just let's take it back there for a second. What? Why did you do that? Yeah, it doesn't. Just because she didn't, you didn't feel any intent, ill intent coming off her at the time. Come on, man. Fucking think three steps back or a few forward. And which really... You have plenty of reasons to do something about it. At least apprehend her. And I'm thinking about if God, you... what are you doing? If you're going by Luke's... Like, he's feeling in the force. She actually doesn't have any ill intent. Like, she really doesn't. Based on now having all of our questions answered, that is her absolute true state of feeling. Yeah. This is just... It is as it is. She it, doesn't. The wheel weaves as the wheel wills. I think to quote I think, the wheel of time. I think for her, if if she, what am I trying to say here? The words. Yeah. Um. Yes. If Aha. if she could have done all this without killing anybody Not or any of that, funny. she would have been she just would've. as happy she with that. Probably would have. It wouldn't yeah. have mattered. But unfortunately, shifting the magical power balance in the galaxy requires. Some blood some, be spilled. Some sacrifices. Some sacrifices. I did Good it. Good job, Tim. <laughs> I did it. You did it, dude. <laughs> Cut two. Come on. Someone has found Mara. 
our boy Jason. So, maybe not the best news, but her trap is working. He thinks to himself, she's a superb assassin, but her force powers were crude compared to his own. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Uh, I know she brought a lot of tools along for the job, but like, dude, what? He has way more mind powers than you do. And And they're better and they're stronger. And he's still thinking about looking around for the meanings of all the events going around him about how he's going to be like where his sacrifice is going to come from and how he's going to be a Sith. Like he's still not. He hasn't completely figured it out yet, but in spite of not having it all figured out, he's still got that sweet, sweet Jedi confidence because he has no doubt he's going to kill Mara. So how does that work? (laughs) Which one of them is going to be wrong? She has no doubt she is going to kill Jason. He has no doubt he is going to kill Mara. We're about to have this Jedi confidence tested once and for all to see who is right. But the Jedi or the Sith. Oh, okay. Who should be more confident in, I don't know, their intuition. I don't know. But everybody just says that, you know? Yeah. Psst, there's no way I'm going to lose. Uh, and I guess if you're going to succeed, no that's how you got to look at it. I suppose, yeah. You don't want to go into it with doubts. That's how you fail. And he even thinks to himself, it's going to be easier to deal with Ben once she's dead. Yeah, she won't be in the way. It'll be easier to kill Ben once his mom's dead. And maybe Ben will kill Lumaya for me right now. And I don't have to do that. She knows about my loves on hapes. And he says to himself on page 324... About, oh, somewhere near the top of the page. It all fitted. Now it all fitted. Fitted? Fitted. Now it all fitted. Fitted? Uh, I should should tell the readers, uh, page 324 in the hardcover, so I don't know. Good luck out there. Yeah, I don't know where it is in mine, but hey. But he's like, now it all fitted. All right. Editing? No. Yes? No? Fit? And yeah, I'm not sure if fitted is even a word. Here we are. Oh, no. Fitted is a word. And now it all fitted. But he was talking uh, about puzzle pieces. Yeah. He's no, saying, no, oh, fit. now I have all the puzzle pieces together. It all fitted. They all fitted <laughs> together. <laughs> Whatever. With his lightsaber on. Jason goes hunting the tunnels for Aunt Mara. She lands the first strike. Wouldn't you know? Gets the jump on him, sneaks up on him, kicks him in the knees, and runs deeper into the tunnels to try to trap him. But Jason ain't worried. Thinks to himself, he'd bury her here. Clearly no turning back now. We thought there was no fucking around earlier. Yeah, no. Now we are rushing towards a tipping point in the narrative. Yeah. It's all fitted. It it all it, it all fitted. The perspective in the tunnels cuts to Mara, and she tells us, the reader, her simple three-word plan. Trap, immobilize, kill. Oh, oh Terminator yeah. much? Like, that is <laughs> yeah. creepy, man. And she starts executing this plan rather brilliantly. The hand is back. Even crushing any thought that nears emotion. She thinks for a second about Leia 
And she says, nope, now's not the time. Kill time. Yeah. Nothing. She says it would weaken her. None of that. And in a little twist, it's Mara who buries Jason. Trapped underneath a bunch of stone debris. A bunch of rocks, yeah. He was so confident he was going to bury her there. She did it to him first. And Mara and Jason have a little exchange. He says, tell my mom I'm sorry I failed her. Jason whispered. She knows, Mara said, and squeezed the trigger. Her, with her blaster, pointed at Jason's eye that she can see through the pile of rubble that he is trapped and immobilized underneath. And she's about to shoot him in the face. Now, it's time to kill. That's it. That's going to be it. Goodbye, Jason. Chapter 21, you're dead. Sorry. Goodbye, Jason. We'll get to that next week. We're going to be spending the next four books cleaning up your mess, Jason. (laughs) That's just that easy, folks. (laughs) Pow. She knows. Yeah. Much like Han Solo, his one-liner throwaway. (laughs) I know. Some nice symmetry there. Yeah, yeah. Probably brought to you by the Force. (laughs) This shit writes itself. But that's it for this week. Join us next week when we clean up Jason's body from underneath the pile of rubble and sit through his ever-loving funeral. When we cover chapters 21 to 24 of Legacy of the Force, Sacrifice. That's the end of book five next week. Next week, that's the end. For now, I'm Justin. I'm Tim. Pew, pew, pew. For any comments and questions, you can hit us up at forevercanonpodcast at gmail.com. Forever Canon Podcast is a Jay Plazer production. Catch us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube at Jay Plazer. Check us out.